0: Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at greetingspod or on Twitter at greetingscast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. And thanks for joining us for another episode of Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I am the all-American podcaster, Dan Conroy.
1: And I am the under investigation by the House Un-American Activities Committee co-host, Bobby O'Rourke.
0: Before the authorities come in and totally make a mess of our podcast because of Bobby's current investigation, we'd like to take a moment here
1: on Greetings to wish him a very happy birthday. Aw, thank you. Thank you, uh, Dan, and thank you, listener. I assume there's one of you out there. If there's not, keep it to yourself. I don't want to know.
0: Yeah, we don't want to know who listens to this thing. But if you are listening, I know Bobby's birthday passed recently, but we're celebrating here on the episode and we want to make sure to give him the best birthday gift, which of course would be you rating and commenting on the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot. And I think that would be a fabulous gift that he would like. What do you say? Something positive. If it's something negative, you can write us. And we like a handwritten letter of complaints
1: because they feel more effective. Man how great would it be if we got negative feedback on a greeting card that would be great I want that (laughs) can I have that instead I like just a negative I I would
0: accept negative feedback on the greeting cards we have I want negative feedback on the podcast I want someone to say you should be ashamed of yourself this isn't real art this is trash.
1: Your Things podcast like caught on fire while I was listening to it, and now my hoverboard doesn't work. Your podcast doesn't
0: work well with my dating apps. I talk about it on Tinder, and immediately I get delisted. I'm not on people's feeds and I can't find a date for the Sadie Hawkins dance, which is tough because that was the first Bumble, if you think about it. That was a very old sentence I just said. Sadie Hawkins dance You brought the it back with Bumble. Bumble. Yeah, I like that. I tried to make it sound like I wasn't spiritually 95 years old bringing something up from a little Abner comic. But, you know, <laughs> you can only do so much in this weary world. Bobby, let's talk some turkey here. Uh-huh. If... You ding-dongs were bothered to listen to our last episode, which I'm sure you weren't. You would recall that we were talking about January as sort of the dead zone month for holidays, as you might already know or don't. January's holidays are primarily New Year's Day and Martin Luther King Jr. Day, respectively. Those are the two holidays. However, that does not mean that celebrations don't continue in January. If you have a look-see at nationaltoday.com, which Dear Babs and I are currently on, you will see a plethora of holidays that exist for people. And I thought it would be a little fun to go through them. Now, Bobby, you're currently on the website alongside me. Am I correct in believing that? Yes, I am. So I'd like to start with the very first one. Now, if you would like to interactively join us here, because everyone likes a partner on a website, it's nationaltoday.com. And we're going to start with, it's all January holidays. We're starting with January 1st, which I tell you what, folks, if you are not Joining us is we're only going to focus on a few of them because January 1st alone has easily over 40. The first one being Apple Gifting Day. Classic. That's January 1st. Classic, right? And that is apples symbolize good health, giving people apples on New Year's Day is wishing them good health for the rest of the year. Which I think is sweet, but also interesting considering that January is not an apple harvesting month. That feels like more of a September thing. No, not but in this part of Middle Earth. Yeah.
1: The amount of apples available in this part of the Shire is just really unfortunate maybe in but... rune but we don't talk about that area that's where the easterlings live <laughs> what's the
0: name of the bread that you can eat and stay full by just a little piece lambus bread oh i'm sorry um panera bread panera bread that's what it yeah. is sourdough bread bowl yeah.
1: exactly i have one of those and i'm full for a month actually that is the real life lambus bread you don't need you shouldn't be eating after eating a bread bowl it's bad for you
0: why hasn't panera bread or another one of the mass produced bakeries come up with their version of lambus bread which is just a sourdough bread bowl, like just so thick. You don't need three more
1: meals because there's still hope for us. I don't know what to say. We have a chance to save the world.
0: (laughs) That's that's not on you, Bobby. Sometimes you just got to say to me, I don't know, Dan. I I like to think there's still I didn't give up like you because someone
1: out there wants
0: us to be good and to live. I haven't met them yet. I've only met the nightmare kind how have what holiday do you like did you find one yet that you enjoy oh i mean
1: i'm a huge fan i of, just gave this to you two minutes ago did, yeah? I, I appreciated the small heads up but listeners this is mostly live and that's really the kind of content you're looking for i hope i'm a fan of copyright law day which <laughs> i can only assume either celebrates the fact that copyright law exists or you're meant to display and celebrate the copyright pieces of content that you own so either one I dream it like me. a
0: Guy Fawkes day where I create an effigy of what I think copyright law is, which is just the most boring notary public I can find. And like I make a straw man that looks like a notary public, but a mean one like a vampire. And then I burn that effigy because I just think everything should be owned by everyone. I don't think you should get copyrights for anything. Even stuff that you deserve, like oh, it's a wine bottle that doubles as uh, an insulin thing. No, that's everyone's now. Now it's everyone's blood sugar kajigger. <laughs> the blood sugar kajigger, now available on Amazon. Nope. I'm also, I also... A-, a
1: fan of, uh, I, I want to hear yours, uh, pardon me, but I was going to say National Bloody Mary Day seems to be a bit of a ticklish holiday that we could
0: get Now that one you gotta think is started by like a company, right?
1: One would hope I mean I don't know if Tabasco maybe is is behind this big hot sauce has a, has a hand in this but it does smack a little bit of sweetest day which is you know someone out there said I want celery big celery big tomato juice Bloody Mary's vodka if I remember correctly or yes yeah.
0: because you can also make it as a Bloody Maria I've been told is tequila and then i feels a I little would
1: just racist some like I don't I don't care for that.
0: oh it is yeah. yeah probably I don't know that's just what people call it yeah that doesn't it seems it seems not not great. It would help that if I knew anything about the origins of Bloody Mary, like the actual term for the vodka drink. Well, if but you don't. say
1: the name three times in a mirror in your bathroom while it's dark, someone hands you a Bloody Mary and it's really better not to think about whose hand that is. And then you just drink. Yeah,
0: it. that's the real problem is. And honestly, it's not that you're going to get haunted by Bloody Mary with the mirror image coming out and offering you a tasty, savory beverage, which I don't like. It's more about childhood drinking, because who does these tricks in the mirror? Children at. Slumber parties. And should they be having Bloody Marys? That's for you to decide in your home. Personally, me, I'd like to wait until my children are at least 14 before they're enjoying a good vodka beverage.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we were all young once. I was 13. I played seven minutes in limbo where I went into a closet alone for seven minutes. And someone said, maybe if you find someone to make out with, good for you. But otherwise, (laughs) not so much.
0: We, of course, same thing. I was at my slumber parties. We would play spin the turkey baster. And Mm -hmm. whoever it lands on, they get all the gravy inside. Now, you go through a lot of gravy at a slumber party, and that's not exactly the great thing to go
1: to bed with. You wake up with the meat sweats. But that's childhood. (laughs) My mother was such a saint. 2 a.m. went right out to the shop right and bought us some more gelatin to make more gravy. And the woman never complained. She just wanted her kids to have a good time and to finally go to church tomorrow. That's it. That's, all That's a hand
0: spun gravy right there. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be full of gravy for mass. It'll be a gravy mass. We also have bread machine baking month, which, <laughs> again, is not bread making month. It's bread machine baking month. It's a treat for all the bread machine owners in America. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that there are 25 million bread machine owners in the U.S.? That to that number seems I feel like there's that many bread machines made and probably in some trash heaps in America. But I don't know if there's twenty five million bread machine owners. Uh, that's like have you been to that's Brooklyn? That's like
1: three of New Jersey. That's been, three New Jerseys. I, I refer you once again, have you been to Brooklyn?
0: I, I have not. Are there a lot of bread machines in Brooklyn? There's Never been in my life. More
1: than a few, I'll say that much.
0: You guys own a couple. You guys like have your Sunday one, your special occasion one, your your morning bread machine. And by that M O U R like, you know, that's the one you use for sad times.
1: Yeah, that you know, when you lose your favorite gerbil. One can only make bread uh, in a sad fashion, and that's that's okay. That that happens. It's it's natural. You know, and... if
0: you have, you have to bury the gerbil in a bread. That's just the nature of it. Because obviously, in New York, it's very difficult. You know, have a difficult conversation right here. If you have a pet that passes, you have to bake that gerbil in bread and let it pass on in the Gowanus where we take all of our pets when they
1: pass. Semolina floats. It all floats down here.
0: You should stitch that on a pillow. Semolina floats. I have. <laughs> have you guys been catching up with Semolina Floats on Stars? Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was good.
1: It was fine. Can I draw your attention to National First Foot Day, which is the most gr- I saw
0: that too. I was wondering who was going to get to that first. For okay, the
1: most grotesquely named, but there's con- heavy competition. Yeah. But I looked it up. Celebrated also on January first because they couldn't help but share the spotlight with New Year's Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like I'm going to perform on the same stage as Paul McCartney. I play the kazoo through another windpipe. Um <laughs> it's- but you are playing when I'm 64, so you are going toe-to-toe with him. I sure <laughs> I think I could take him. It is, quote, about celebrating the new year as per the Scottish and North England tradition of bringing good luck upon your home by being the first person to set foot inside at the beginning of the year. So there's a lot of moving pieces here. You have to be of Scottish <laughs> or Northern English extraction. January 1st, you have to be outside and then be the first person to go back inside. This seems more like a race than a holiday. It seems
0: unfair that only one person in what I assume could be a multi-person household is going to receive the good luck, and then who gets to be the good luck receiver if you're all waiting outside to receive it, you know? (laughs) Like, this is some reverse vampirism where you are allowed to go in, and it's also good for you to do so without permission, and if anything, you should bowl each other over because one of you has got to get that luck. Yeah. So we are neither Scottish nor nor are we North English, and we are also not Greek or Georgian. The country of Georgia, which who also celebrates this apparently, as I'm reading forward, and I'm, yeah, so we're
1: not gonna. There's so hmm? many to choose from. Sorry, did continue continue? What no,
0: no, no. Said. That we're so you're right. Like there's so many to choose from. I feel like we're not gonna get. We got to just maybe go back to this some other time. But I feel like another one I want to get to is um. Oh, God. I don't know. There's codependency. There's hot tea month, national mail order gardening month, national meat month. These are all just like months. Now, this is. Ring a bell. I saw it says national menudo month. Now, I didn't know if they meant the band menudo, but it's a unique, apparent, this is what it says. National Menudo Month is a unique holiday that is observed during the month of January. It's a Mexican delight, which sometimes is called, I'm going to butcher this, my apologies. Menudo is a Mexican delight, which is sometimes called "panchita" little stomach, or mole de panza, stomach sauce, as the main ingredient is cow's stomach, or tripe. That may not sound appetizing at first, but hold the judgment until you try a spoonful of this delicious soup. Okay, so Menudo is like tripe soup. My mom makes tripe soup. It is not my favorite, but it is a tasty treat for those who enjoy it. Delicioso. Quite delicioso, I would say. And you know what also is quite delicioso would be the card that we have today for you, find Ding Dongs, and for Bobby. Bobby, do you have the card in hand?
1: I'm getting it right now. I am actually really reluctant to move on because I want to take a little more of these holidays. But we we have a job to do, and we're going to do it. We took an oath. I think hard
0: hats on canaries already in the coal mine. We got to get there before it dies. And if you want to save our canary from dying here, we would ask you to subscribe at greetings pod on Instagram or at Greetingscast on Twitter. Go ahead and rate us and review us the way we rate, review these cards and be as mean, be as spiteful and be as petty. Otherwise we're not going to know no better as we head on down to the old greeting card mines that mm. they're eventually going to close because we're getting the black lung, which is what happens when you burn these cards and then directly inhale all of the smoke. And you could
1: tell us to stop, but we don't take criticism very well. Well, we're bored and we don't like reading. So, you know, what else do we do? Down exactly. What else What else is there to do on a night like this? I am opening the card right now. And all right, we are, we're here. Let's do it. So I have no idea if this is celebrating some holiday that i'm currently not familiar with but will become familiar but we have sort of a art deco style to this card maybe but i'm but it's a red background and it's a maybe a raised image of a flask or a glass bottle a glass pint glass something you would keep in your coat pocket for when you know you want to have a quick tipple on the run and it's silver and the label is black and red, and it's it's kind of sexy. I won't lie. I mean, I see what I see. And the label, with a heart above it, says V is for vodka. Yeah. All right. So... I gotta be honest, I'm a little turned on by this this card, I'll be I'll be frank. <laughs> it's
0: a good feeling, right? Yeah. It's a good
1: start. It just promises jazz. You know, it's just like it's got it, it feels like a Chicago card. You know, it's got it's, red it, and it, black it, yeah. and it's about vodka and there's just there's just some there's some rhythm to this card already.
0: It's got some rhythm, it's got some music, it's got a little jazz, it's also got like that sort of old world feeling like we're sort of like when that prohibition style of bar was coming into provenance again it was kind of getting vogue a couple of years ago and this is sort of getting that feeling for it it's a little on the nose i think with the v is for vodka we've got a vodka bottle in here although i don't know if you'd even call this a vodka bottle it's definitely a glass hip hip flask so something you would
1: probably keep like on your coat what if they call that measurement that's between an airplane shooter and a bottle you know the one you could is it a pint of can you buy pints of hard alcohol or do they call it something else so you
0: can call that a flask that is still technically considered a flask okay. of something so like if it's in the back and like you said yeah it's like your portable amount that you would definitely take to your kids archery scrimmage because he's not doing very good <laughs> and you're just tired of the lies and you're tired of the runaround that would be a flask that you would carry. I don't know if there's another proper term. I think court also would have been used, but I think flasks nowadays don't equate to a court of. I was going to say a court of vodka. That would be <laughs>
1: quite a, quite a haul.
0: I don't know how you have lunch, but I have it my own ways here. But yeah, I did think that the labeling was especially ornate on the front of it here which I thought was nice. And nothing says one's love for a clear Russian spirit. That means water quite like a couple of hearts. So there is this like, is this valent? Because clearly this is getting to a particular holiday that's coming up in February. Is it meant to be for that holiday? Can I get a
1: vodka like this? What's going on? Have some potato forget. That's, that's what I've always <laughs> called vodka. Pot- potato forget Another other short stories. Is that that is vodka, right? Not gin. gin is also from potatoes, right? Aren't they both from potatoes?
0: They all can be from potatoes, gin and vodka, or they could be from grain, depending on what you want. Because grain vodka oh. also is uh, grain vodka is is I feel like I don't want to say it's more popular, but I feel like it doesn't give off it's a cleaner taste for a lot of people. Potato vodka is more of a preference or more of a culturally like traditional style of doing it. And then you've got I've seen I think I've seen vodka made from grapes. Oh, is it citroc? Citroc? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, a citrone. Is that what it's called? Wait a minute. Oh, the
1: car is called a citrone. The Citroën. Yes, that's the car.
0: The car is called
1: a Citroën.
0: And then what is the... Oh, it's Ciroc. That's what it is. I'm an idiot. I was saying the type of... was saying a type of fruit. Yeah, Ciroc is a vodka that actually is made from grapes, which is pretty cool. And they got a really? bunch of flavors. Yeah. that's that's. I just... learned
1: so much uh, just listening to you just... Talk to the people. I mean it's really my it's really my pleasure to look at things that aren't your face while you talk in my ears.
0: It takes a weird weird roadmap to get to the thing. I feel like you got you ding dongs don't know how much editing I gotta do just to get my uhs and ums and my stream of conscious vibe out of there. And Bobby is ever so patient because you're just ready you're ready with facts. I don't have to edit almost anything for you. It's ready to go at a moment's notice. I have to actually, you know, pull out the map and find out where the translation went wrong because it's bastard Latin and not the good kind
1: and once again no one has mapped out rune where the easterlings live so the whole thing is just thrown a kilter
0: yeah we have no idea where they are I am still stuck in the Shire enjoying my pipeweed thinking to myself one does not like adventures one
1: uh, makes one late for dinner and <laughs> <laughs> my feet are huge I can see why this card caught your eye though because it it feels kind of good'm I'm, I'm getting a Valentine's Day vibe probably from the vibrant red background but you know alcohol always adds a titillation to this so yeah I, I get this, and is I could tell there's plastic around the front of the card, but is the flask of vodka raised or is it sort of a drawing that's just drawn on the paper or is it slightly above where the main paper is do you happen to remember
0: fantastic question bobby and for our listeners who are not looking at the card right now you'll notice that there is like the plastic wrapping around it for the whole card and it looks like it either could be raised or it could be just like an illusion it is raised it's definitely a Mm. separate piece of paper that is raised above it so i pulled it out of the plastic for a minute and it's not a bouncy flask of vodka which i think would be a little too not in the spirit of what it's going for once you get to the next page but it uh, no it's not dark it's just kind of silly we've you and I have discussed alcohol related cards before and ones that were mean-spirited other ones were just sort of i don't know hacky is the best way to describe it
1: horrifying was the adjective. horrifying that I is a choose. proper
0: terminology yeah real demonic this one is not demonic but it definitely feels like a joke that is just an old battered leather jacket that definitely needs some patches on it but before we get there yeah it's raised slightly and it's a silvery bottle which is nice And overall, yeah, the logo is just kind of really pleasing. I got to say, we've talked fonts here before, and this font is very flowy, very it reminds me of every bottle that you would get in Red Dead Redemption of anything like if you saw an advertisement in red dead redemption you would see it almost perfectly this is something john marston would pick up to cure his anything that goes on for him it's mostly bullet wounds if you're arthur morgan it's uh, tuberculosis so and as we all know this
1: bottle should come with a. Oh, sorry go ahead no i I was just gonna do spoiler alert as we all know that won't help arthur morgan sorry go on (laughs) this i was just gonna say this flask brings to mind like a classy bordello from the 1890s after you've just shot Wyatt Earp in the shin and he said don't worry about it It happens all the time let's go to the bordello and we'll have ourselves some vias for vodka and you say (laughs) I'll take a sarsaparilla and he says there's a bullet in my leg can we go to the hospital first
0: you checked out what was going on at the OK corral and you were not a part of the shootout but you were hiding inside of a water barrel the whole time kind of like a spaghetti western when like the one funny character hides inside of where the horses drink and that's exhausting holding your breath for that long and there's really no concept of health food at this time. Actually, you know, vodka would be the closest thing to health food in 1860s friggin' Colorado. So go ahead and enjoy. It can clean your wounds, and right now that's enough. That's about what you're going to get. Listen, you'll if you're lucky, you'll make it to 60. So a good strong age for an area where they can't get through the mountains. Oh, Donner Party. Yeah, overall, I feel like the the vibe of this card, that's what caught me. You're right, is the design is very, it's ornate, it is decorative, Regardless of what V is for vodka, where this is going to next, I was like, oh, this is like, someone put a lot of love into the design of the front of this bottle i would certainly purchase this even though i am not a consumer of voda myself but i would mm. be inspired to buy the bottle as they say
1: not one of my favorite drinks either and we don't condone any sort of drinking habits if you're if you're teetotal, if you're a huge lush if you're just disgusting one way or the other we don't care but yeah vodka is not one of my favorites i have to say not a preferred drink of
0: mine yeah yeah yeah. it's kind of lower on them if this was like v is for whiskey i would go well that's not how you spell it, but. You have my money. You <laughs> put another V on that, so it's a double. Why is it a double
1: U and not a double V? Um, and I want an now answer we're now. Pa- we're playing with powers that we can't comprehend. So
0: putting you on the spot for for a question that has
1: no answer, but I demand one. Because why didn't you burn the last eighteen minutes of the water tape, Dan? Also, why is it a double V? For a W,
0: I do, I it was that was Nixon, right? Was the water tape? Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> yes. Listen. The he, t- he was gonna part in deep throw. We gotta make it. We gotta, you know, it's one-to-one sort of thing. Tit for tat.
1: Eye for an eye. Good enough for me. Shall we to the next page? Yes. So we open to the second page and the very vibrant red pattern continues in the background, and there appear to be stripes now of a slightly less vibrant red kind yeah. of. Goes to more of a maroon. Still very much in the vibe. Okay. The second page is really your your intermission of many times. So of course. I'm still feeling it. Okay. You got me you got me hooked. Most most of the times your eye doesn't just drift singly to the second page. You're mm. often already reading the third page, but I like the anticipation. This card is giving us a, a bit of a burlesque show. It's it's making us wait. And you know what? I have am the grossest I've ever been talking right now. And, and all that jazz be. And we just watched Chicago last weekend. It's such a good movie. It's, very it's good a very good movie. Cool. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's Wait, didn't you just... Why can't they make movie musicals like that? That's what they should be doing all the time. Are they not? When's the last time they made a movie musical of that quality? Ugh, I mean, that was the last really good one, I think. Because yeah. I mean, Sweeney, Sweeney Todd is, is fine. I enjoy Sweeney Todd. It's okay. But La La Land to me is just... Uh, it It's... It, I didn't like La La Land very much.
0: It's so funny. I, with my girlfriend at the time, went to go see La La Land and we thought it was Good. We enjoyed it. It wasn't exact. I don't really pine for that era of musical movies like the Golden Age Hollywood, Fred Astaire, sort of Ginger Rogers. I feel like that was a very particular and it's it's iconic and, and certainly mesmerizing, but it just wasn't exactly my bag growing up. So therefore, I don't have much nostalgia to go on for it. And then we saw the other major movie that year, which was Moonlight. And we were like, oh, fuck yeah, this movie is amazingly more, the better, more important, got a better message. Cause I feel like for a lot of people, well, that was the famous year that Beatty got it wrong. And said, Oh, uh,
1: that whole year, I mean, that was the 2016 election. The only way that year could have culminated was in someone incorrectly naming the best picture winner <laughs> of the Oscars. That was
0: the least of our worries. It's funny. Uh, maybe that's why we don't think about it much anymore, because like that was the least of our problems. But I just thought that was funny. That did happen, and and I did think to myself, no, I'm so grateful that the forces that be, the fates of string, sort of pulled on one and snipped it on La La Land and went, nope, it's going to Moonlight. Fuck you. Because it totally yeah. deserved it. And yeah, I agree. This card definitely gives us a little bit of a cabaret old chum when it comes on in. I feel like this empty card section, more so than other empty card sections we've worked with, indicates that this is in fact, and let's not beat around the bush here, a Valentine's Day card. Because Mm -hmm. the front has got hearts and red and then V is for vodka, which doesn't exactly imply Valentine's, as far as I know. But celebrate as you wish. Like we said, we don't judge here. And I'm enjoying a red vino myself as we speak. And Bobby's drinking juice from a tree. But it's it's spruce beer
1: from Sam Adams. Only sap. It's just whatever whatever comes out those tree holes. Comes <laughs> all right in my all mouth. sap, all holes can't lose. Why didn't you stop me before I said whatever comes out of those tree holes goes in my mouth? You had every opportunity to stop me from saying You that.
0: asked me the same thing when you were getting the sap itself. You didn't even use the bucket that I gave you when you and I go on our weekly sap hunt. You decided to take the spike, put it in the tree itself, and then suck it out with your mouth. And then you turned to me like a bear getting a bunch of honey, and you just went, somebody stop me. And I went, we're not, I'm not listening to you do Cuban Pete while you get the they sap. They call the me
1: drink. Cuban Pete. I'm the I'm king, king of the, the rumblings. We're going
0: to do the Baraka Zigger. boom. Why are you Ding Dong singing along? (laughs) What's that? Yeah, come on. We heard you. We didn't hear you rather. We We didn't hear you. Lack of hearing you. Come on. Get with it. This also scared me a little bit, this front, because there was no reason to wrap this card in a safety plastic like they've done. Mm. As you can tell, there's a little on this page, there's a little indicator on the bottom that says remove wrap before placing an envelope. Which tells me that this is the new trend, regardless of the sensitivity of cards. They might just keep wrapping them in plastic, which in our current environmental situation doesn't feel like a very good idea. I I, I agree. Yeah. Because there was no... That bottle on the front is not sensitive. I don't know why they did that. It's not like they had to place it in and preserve it like a butterfly wing.
1: Actually, this probably would have been a good subject for a preview of another episode, but we're here now, so let's go with it. There got. are a lot of cards these days that are wrapped in protective plastic that don't really need it. Sometimes, yeah. I guess they're because... People have sticky fingers, and they're disgusting, and they don't want you touching things. But Don't need to be called, called out times, like that, but go ahead. I, I, look, they know what they are. Yeah. Um, well, I met me. Of course, I go in with my honey fingers, and I go in and start touching stuff. Yeah, but that's that's a medical condition. It is.
0: I've got a bad case of honey fingers, which we can't use as the show's title because we've already got something named out of honey. We do, yeah.
1: It's, it's a rich area. It, it is rich if it's clover. Sorry, go ahead. Mm, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, you're why the cards are wrapped in plastic all the time sometimes i get it because there's multiple components and they don't want them separated or they're very delicate but a lot of times it's just you just don't trust people to be clean and you know what having said it out loud i kind of get why maybe that's the reason
0: i know but everything like every single card you're that nervous about sticky fingered humans ruining the quality of your cards like because i agree with you every time i go there are more and more cards just individually wrapped in plastic but there's got it, so is this just going to be the new method of card okay new method of card purchasing when you go in it is and i feel like they're doing this with other products now too there is just an ipad that you flip through like a catalog and you decide which ones you want and you have to go up to the cashier and go this one or oh, like I'm adopting
1: guessing, a dog is that how you adopt a dog anymore through an ipad i Think, I know they give you some sort of like gallery, don't they? It's sort of like a dating app. I think that's. Oh yeah, yeah. They give you like a catalog.
0: Yeah, there should be. Let's bring an old hobby horse back. What this will be is much like the old Sears and Roebuck. You are going to get monthly the catalog of greeting cards and get it sent directly to your door. And you can quick purchase whichever ones you want. And then next time you go down to your local druggist, your five and dime, your kayak store, you ask for a greeting card, it'll be ready for you. Like, oh, Mrs. Blossomine, please come on in and receive. Here's your one for St. Swithin's Day. Here's your one for. National
1: Foot First Day. Uh Here's your
0: one for Bread Makers Month. Got a couple of those. Looks like you got a couple of bread makers you're purchasing for, huh? You lucky devil. Here's your Sudanese Independence Day cards for a free Sudan. She gets
1: offended because she thinks she she interprets bread making day as her children are all pregnant. And and she says, no, I'm a Catholic. And you're like, that's not what I meant. And she's like, well, what did you mean? And you're like, well, now that is what I meant because you offended me. And then before you know it, the drug and dime that you've run for 55,000 years is closed. and you're reduced to doing podcasts with a man who sits in his lonely bedroom, looking around, wondering what the hell happened. Greetings, the greeting card
0: podcast misses the drug and dime. We would go there all the time for our... We, go there, we used to go there all the time for our pepperoni sodas. We'd go on down there to get our banana floats, which is just when you put banana in seltzer water and drink around it and throw away the banana. It's incredibly wasteful. We try to... Pick up people of all types. And by that, I mean, we don't mean flirting. We mean we would go up to people and go, we would like your consent to pick you up to show other people how strong we are. And if they say no, we go back to our banana float, which is, again, seltzer and banana. And if they say yes, then we can show our feats of prowess and show how very big and strong we are. And now they're gone, and it's been soaked up by these big box stores. They've taken away our drug and dime,
1: and I'm sad. And to top it all off, This card also has on the second sleeve the phrase, remove wrap before placing an envelope. Now, I feel, as a human with a brain... You feel talked down to? I feel talked down to. But knowing American culture in particular and humanity in general, someone once sued this company, that I'm sure we'll learn at the end, and said, Well, I tried to fit your damn card into that damn envelope. And now I spilled Dunkin' Donuts coffee all over my crotch. And now I can never make bread machines with my children the way I always wanted to for National Bread Machine (laughs) Month.
0: Because my crotch is ruined by coffee. That's what ruined my bread-making experience. You don't understand. It was great before the third-degree burns down there. Now thighs are constantly chafed and heart is constantly broken. I I look at that pumpernickel I made with my four sons, my four big sons, and they go, don't you like your pumpernickel, father? And I go... It's fine, I say as I slowly put honey butter on it. I also would like to give it a benefit of the doubt and say that people, I think, are just very anxious to modify the things that they buy and would just shove it right in the envelope. Because they just assume, oh no, this card is so nice, you never take it out of the plastic. It's got to stay nice there. Like the person. You you want to keep it mint (laughs) condition. Exactly. Exactly. Got to make. Look, the resale value in 20 years, you have no idea. This is going to be up there with like Superman number one action comics. You got to keep it in the original sleeve. Otherwise, it loses value every day. It's like a car getting off the lot.
1: Or the Spider Man where he votes for Spiro Agnew. Yeah, exactly. And he, <laughs> I think that's like the third Spiro Agnew joke I've made during our tenure. I gotta get some yeah, new stuff. Yeah, what is this, Mad Magazine that, from the 1990s? That one Spiro Agnew biography that I saved from the fire. It's
0: like when Milhouse says, oh yeah, they really like that Spiro Agnew guy. They keep talking about him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, toodle Well, Dan, full bread, chafed thighs, can't lose. I'm moving on to the third page. Full bread, chafed thighs,
0: can't lose. Let's keep on rolling, keep on Molin I've got a lot of moles. Okay,
1: so- we got a lot of moles. The third page, I'm gonna to have to read the front again. So if you remember, okay. the front page says "V is for vodka." Mm-hmm. Very, very provocative. Very scandalous. Beautiful stuff. Hey,
0: beautiful stuff. Yeah. A psalm to read to your children at night. And do it now. Pause the thing. Do it now.
1: Don't let them see the middle of the card. Do it now. Moment of silence.
0: Uh, I can't get that damn fly out of here.
1: I'm sorry. And uh, yeah, that's that. That's they ruined the whole thing. I mean, anyway, we don't have time. We have to move on. Sorry, I'm keeping the fly here. V is for vodka. Scandalous, showing a little ankle, you know, Mm -hmm. on a bicycle. These, this is a feminist who's who's getting around. Blank red page, and then, and that's it. There are no other words that we need to worry about when thinking about the letter V in February. Happy Vodka Day. Wait, you've tricked me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna finish describing the card, but then go back to the anguish in my voice when I said you tricked me. The front of the, excuse me, the first couple words are white on a black background, and they look very much, again, like an Art Deco sort of sign you'd put out in front of a building. Happy Vodka Day. Happy and Day are black ink vodka in very big, very bold red ink on a white background. Dan, you've bamboozled me. We're heading towards one of these sacred greeting card holidays, our first Valentine's Day, and you chain my greeting card. I, I came home with a fresh greeting card that I wanted and then you in the middle of the night switched out the crib and now I got some kind of gremlin that lives here what gives
0: we done thrown Bobby for a loop boop boop we threw Bobby for a loop boop boop he thought one thing and it happened another we threw Bobby through a loop bump bump by Ronco the place for Bobby loops Sega. we done threw you for a loop that's almost going to be as good as your what was it called your Nietzsche corner that we have Bobby's Nietzsche corner
1: oh yeah I mean that now is just you don't want to go there I haven't cleaned in a while
0: yeah it's full of daddy long legs and mommy long legs Long legs. It's full of long legs. Bobby, I done through you for a loop, and here is why I did it. First off, I'm sorry. Second of all, I'm not as sorry as you think I am. The reason why I did it is because on its face, you think this is going to be another hilarious Valentine's Day card. And then you dig in the middle of it with its Happy Vodka Day, which in the middle you assume is going to be something like, oh, and also Happy Valentine's Day with your vodka, of course. But it's just yeah. an incredibly insistent, like somebody who is trying to push down the hurt down with the martini and that's it there are no other words we need to worry about when thinking about the letter v in february happy vodka day now this time of year has a diverse plethora of ways in which to express one's disdain for valentine's day alongside those who enjoy the holiday itself me i've always been a little cold war about the whole thing I think out of all the holidays that are more celebrated on the reg by everyone and promulgated by the department stores and online shops and whatnot, Valentine's Day to me can feel, it all depends on how you personally do it, of course, which you can say for all holidays, but this one sort of feels the most unconsciously pessimistic. It's the one day that you do the things for your loved one, your literal loved one, that you would not do any other time. And so there's something about the philosophy of Valentine's Day that I never normally could cotton to. It just doesn't. It's not to say that I don't like doing things on Valentine's Day for my loved one, nor does that mean that I don't like receiving things. I think I just, it it strikes me weird every year, every time. And I have to sort of, especially if I'm with someone at the time and giving a valentine, which I want to do, I have to jump that line and not think too hard about just how much more commercialized we've now, it, it, it feels like we're one step away from just commercializing the concept of love. And, and by the way, everything I'm saying here is an old battered horse anyways. And, and proof of the pudding of that is the examples of like anti-Valentine's Day that people used to celebrate. I feel like I like new kids in school who love doing the whole anti-Valentine's anti- Day. Is that a thing? I don't oh, oh, you never did that like in school with like your friends or something like that? You hung with way cooler kids than me. I was
1: well sought after. No, I wasn't. I don't oh, think you we were ever did anti-Valentine's you were absolutely. Day. Absolutely. You were
0: the big man on campus.
1: I was the big man of the musical eighth grade review where I played both Harold Hill and that guy Jubilation T. Cornpone from Little Abner. So yeah, I was doing okay. Who was the
0: guy who sang Shabupi? What's his name in
1: Music Man? Oh, um, he's got a.
0: I can't do his voice right now. Oh, H.H. Holmes. Okay. Right? First serial killer. Wait, <laughs> that's who he was. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't John Wayne Gacy, right? Uh, no, that no. G- G- Gacy is no no. He
1: wasn't he wasn't in. Music
0: right Man. right right. No, John, John Wayne Gacy was in South Pacific. Right. Sorry, my apologies. That's right. Yeah yeah. I feel like among my friends, who best can be described as ones who couldn't get a date, would definitely get together <laughs> and probably wear black clothing. This is a Bob's Burgers episode, if anyone also has not gone through this, and celebrate sort of an anti-Valentine's Day. But then, if I recall correctly, would come up with anti-Valentine's Valentines, which are like just black hearts that say, yeah, whatever, I think you're great, or would come up with like candy that was colored gray or black, generally earth tones that are the opposite of the red and the pink. Something becomes so the opposite of what it is that it eventually just becomes the mirror image of it. It sort of turns completely circled around, which I think anti-Valentine's becomes for, especially a lot of tweens and teens who like me, a f- grown ass man are fed up
1: with this holiday and then find themselves just
0: doing the same traditional
1: rigmaroles. So, oh yeah, it has all the charm in some ways. And I'm sure we'll get into Valentine's day. Maybe we'll even do another mini series. I don't know. I Halloween would Lord. like that. Oh, very maybe much. Halloween Let's do Make that. It's hot day. to the touch. Ouch. But Valentine's Day has, in some ways and in certain circumstances, all the spontaneity of being set up on a play date with the neighbor who just never goes outside. You know, it just, there's something about naming a holiday and saying you have to express affection and love on this day. It just sucks all the life out of the process. And I'm not surprised that, particularly, kids. Who don't have a lot of experience with emotions anyway, because they're 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 it's not their fault. They're all just little psychopaths. You have to grow <laughs> out of it. But I mean, I have felt the same way too when I was younger. You know, you didn't tell people you liked them. You know, mm. you you went through every length possible to express the opposite because you were so terrified that if you said, "Hey, I like you," you'd be ridiculed and laughed at, and you couldn't take that chance. You had to invent anti Valentine's Day, right? To make it all work, right?
0: It's it's really funny. <laughs> how much children are encouraged to just be alone by other children. Like the idea, the idea of having affection for another person in that way is, and not like the idea of being interested in another person in school is so quickly ridiculed by other children in a way that is, artificial like it doesn't come from anything because they're children and stupid obviously but it's funny that like what's the alternative i'm just gonna be by myself and i think children would just be yeah that's it like just be by like don't have another person it's like the best example of the sort of independent feeling of you don't need someone to be complete which that's the positive spin i think the true spin of it is children are just generally very cruel and they are tribalistic in the way that they all surround themselves with their cruelty and so it's like yeah that's we're gonna make fun of you for wanting to give somebody a cardboard heart that you did instead of paying attention in latin class they did to dan that one time it's
1: dawning on me how little you know when so when you're a middle schooler the worst age possible the absolute grown-up grown genitals the ba- baby brain Mid mid level singing Disgusting, ability. Disgusting just your Dana Carvey impressions are subpar to yeah. say the least.
0: You keep yeah, you keep coming into school saying stuff like turtle, turtle, turtles
1: <laughs> Your skin is oily and your heart is black. Get out of here. You're doing George Bush, but you weren't alive for when George Bush was
0: president. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just can uh, uh excuse me, George, can you do the um equation on the board for me, please? Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Thousand so points allowed people.
1: Those awful little things only want to know what it feels like to feel true affection and love. Desperate and for all it. we really have, <laughs> all we really have are the displays of affection and the displays of love, because until you feel true emotion for someone, you don't know what it's like so you invent reasons to give valentine's day cards you invent anti-valentine's day all you have mm. is saying well i should be feeling this way and this card says i do so maybe if i do this it'll manufacture the feeling for me it's a really complex set of emotions i'm sure we all had to go through but one that's a
0: very i i appreciate you putting it in those words bobby because that's like a very clear way of looking at it is that yeah you're at that terrible disgusting age and you're not going to get out of it until well into your 20s like middle school is if the, that me if i'm, I'm
1: 32 now yeah <laughs> I'm, like, uh, I'm 30 I'm pulling out of the tailspin
0: bobby and i are still doing our our impressions from master of disguise to each other in the back of the room <laughs> just doing just doing terrible mr turtle or may or may not or whatever i saw john mclaughlin those that topical reference that's still fresh as the daisy yeah my friends call me w hey yeah you're at that terrible age for a very long time and throughout it one of the greatest trials and tribulations that will haunt you from middle school until, let's face it, your death, will be defining this concept of love. And when you're an adult, you sort of come to terms with what that means for you personally with your needs and your wants. Don't get me wrong, you're going to fuck it up a million times up until like your 30s and 40s most likely. And that will include fights and separations, but you'll at least come to a conclusion of, a general cloudy appearance of it, like a pixelated version of what it's supposed to properly look like based on mm-hmm. your needs and the needs of your partner who you care very much for. And you will get there and you'll be just fine. But think everything I just said, imagine trying to encapsulate that and, and trying to bring those reins in when you're 13 years old. Uh-uh, not gonna happen. But society in these holidays demands you give something And feel this way. And and you're beginning to feel this way. But like you said, you don't know how to properly bring it about. So there's just these traditions and there's these ceremonies we include with it. Including hearts and candies and terrible chalk treats. And for those who are against the style of it but still want to show that affection, then we have anti-Valentine's Day, I guess. But this one... This one feels like an anti-Valentine's Day, but they're saying, no, I mean it. Nobody. Like, I'm I'm serious about
1: just me and a tall Moscow mule and a couple of episodes of The Last of Us. It's the natural progression, though, because you irony becomes sincere after a while. There's some fa- phrase I'm pirating. I don't remember who said it, but All for irony the becomes bank. sincere. Off of the Pirate's Bay, yeah. That's where you get all your (laughs) phrases when you're not too busy downloading your favorite episodes of NCIS. It's all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Irony becomes sincerity, and then you can go one step further where it turns back into... It's not misanthropy. It's not a hatred of humanity, but it's sort of a... um, a detachment it's like it's like you only listen to music from between 1991 and 1994 like that becomes the whole soundtrack mm, yeah. to your life
0: yeah you you sort of disconnect from the trend of it all really it's not that you've like you said it's not misanthropy it's not giving up entirely on the dating scene or the idea of meeting someone it's just sort of uh, a jokey jab at the whole holiday itself and being like, oh, there's only one thing that this is good for, and that's a glass of vodka. This card is not as brash or unsettling as a wine mom joke that's put on like a primitive by Kathy, but is getting there. (laughs) This is like the younger version of a call me when it's wine o'clock poster or
1: t-shirt. But this card is vulnerable. And you know what? I know we have to move on to the ratings pretty soon, but for that reason, it kind of resonates with me because this is the card you get... When you are too afraid to express how you feel, so you can only couch it in humor and irony, and I. I feel. I don't for know what that feels because, like at all. <laughs> no, I mean we wouldn't know. We're 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 perfectly adjusted. How could we know? Absolutely, I'm very good at processing when I feel alone or sad or angry or anxious. There are tears in my microphone, but they're not from me. They're from someone else who broke in and cried into my microphone.
0: <laughs> you guys remember when Dana Carvey used to he used to go on and he would play George H. W. Bush and then Will Ferrell would play George W. and they were fishing together. Not gonna do it.
1: <laughs> this card just wants the recipient to please just see my production of little Abner and give me a little rose at the end and say, you did a great job and just give me a kiss on the cheek and tell me I did a great job. And I know it seems like I'm projecting, but this is the human condition and it's not just specific to me. I, I feel for this card. I do. I do. You
0: feel for it all the way. It feels like we're back in dog patch Arkansas with the way this card is making us feel. Please tell me I got the name right from little Abner is dog patch, right? I don't care enough to know. It, no one does. They, who's who's even thought of of little Abner for the past 50 years?
1: I'm sorry I brought it back. No, really it's haven't. not
0: your fault. You were in it. I was I was in Barnum the Musical. Who's ever seen that? I think they also called they had like a moonshine joke in that comic and they called it kickapoo joy juice, I believe, which feels like an unsettling term, but we won't dive into that right
1: now. They actually that was my Tamagotchi's name.
0: Come here, Kickapoo Joy Juice. Oh, I didn't feed you for four days. You're dead. (laughs) Time to restart with little pencil in the back. That's where the free Sadie Hawkins dance comes from, I think. Right, little Abner?
1: Yeah, that was the first one. Mm,
0: Beautiful. I think we might have mentioned that at the beginning but I'm glad we brought it back up because all things are circular like the love on a Valentine's Day and whether or not you're celebrating anti this year or not you'll have to buckle up because we're going to do a lot more cards I, I I'm I think we should do a series because there's definitely a lot of good ones here but
1: we have to I mean because it's like what it's like Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and Christmas probably are the or holidays rather are the big three yeah what do we say we always there's always a fourth one that I forget that oh Mother's Day Mother's yeah. Day also being probably the big four yeah that's the big um, four there
0: and I so we got to do a series of it totally and you know i agree we do have to get to the rating and reviewing now i want to say that i agree with you though bobby i'm gonna let you rate and review first but i just want to say that i think that the joke itself is a little it's borderline goobery but it definitely does sympathize with yes what people want on this holiday what they might not be getting and taking a stand on being like hey there's always a fine craft drink i can enjoy so with that spirit in mind Bobby,
1: and, and with your own opinions, of course, how would you rate and review this particular card? I can't get rid of this card because I can only imagine I got it from when I was in eighth grade and someone, mm. if I was the recipient. A fine time case, to be drinking vodka. A fine time to be drinking vodka. And, of course, like a 13-year-old walking into the store. The and Moscow like, middle schooler, which is what yeah. a Moscow
0: middle schooler as a drink. It's when you take it's when you take the contents of a high C, uh, specifically ecto-cooler, and mix it with pop-off. And you put it in a 7 Eleven Cowboys and Aliens themed mug. (laughs) And then you forget.
1: Uh, And then you forget to call, I don't know, your parole officer or whatever. (laughs) Ask your bartender about it. They know what we're talking about. Get yourself a fresh
0: Moscow middle schooler today. <laughs> oh, that soccer scrimmage is going to
1: end quick. Mostly because you <laughs> threw a chair at the ref. Uh, I threw my air hog into the tree. And it my stuck. air hog. That happened on my 11th Ooh. birthday. My friend took <laughs> my air hog and my brand new... Brand new air hog threw it right into the tree, and I was so angry at him. And you know what? I've forgiven him because I'm a bigger man now. What do
0: you, what did you, did you get it back down? I mean, it's got them big wheels on it, right? Oh, no,
1: it was gone forever. It was, uh, it was the plane. The air hog was like the, oh, the plane. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like a gas power plane. It was like an exceptionally technological wind up kind of plane that you that you tossed. Right, like it right. Was, no, I was yeah. confusing it with something and, else. Yeah. And no, we never got it back. It was up there for months. We looked at it like once a week for a whole <laughs> winter, and then one day it just disappeared.
0: Just go with your friends, like a couple of like old Irish mourners go into a graveyard. You just kind of go with your tweed caps and your cups yeah. of coffee, and you just go look at the air hog in the tree. Didn't anyone? No one had like a. No one had um one of those nets for a pool or something
1: like that or, or not even this this was no th- this was no mere throw this was quite a launch I mean this was f- 40 50 feet in the air oh this is fl- so like in flew, a blue big... so yeah. this was like it was in the air and then a wind took it away and then it just landed in the tree and never it's came like a down. big
0: old oak tree or something like that like there was no yeah something yeah. something like
1: that there was no getting this down unless no... it fell and then one day it did and a fox took it or I don't know whatever happened.
0: and there's no calling the fire constable for that one
1: although we were right near there and I was always afraid to go in because in the bathroom where apparently a stack of playboys underneath the sink and my friend went in once and it, it
0: was... go go into where wait was this a friend's we, house
1: we were at this park where i lost my air hog right here so, we go oh it was the part of the podcast yeah this, this, was is the park the podcast, this is the end of the podcast we promise this is on the podcast there was a stack was a of p- playboys in the park bathroom well it was a big field like park a soccer field cool. and it was cool. There was a soccer field, and then there was a little copse of trees nearby where my air hog was lost. But on the other side of the field was the town fire station. So the only way that you could use like a public bathroom was sometimes you could knock on the door of the fire station and use that one. And my uh, friend went in once and said, "Yeah, there's a big pile of like Playboys underneath the sink in the in the bathroom." And dude. I was always like too too afraid to go in because I was like filth. You know, yeah, like, no, you I know. can't <laughs> go. in I can't go in there. Can't go in there. <laughs> And then I thought about it all night instead, so that was way better. I
0: love that young temperate Bobby just was like, "I'd ra- I'd rather hold it in than even be in the same room as
1: this smut." There was a good chance I was going to become like a Puritan pastor, like for, from a couple ages. Like I would just start condemning books yeah. and accusing people of witchcraft. There was a time when that was possible.
0: I mean, right? I would say that you weren't Calvinist, but you were Calvin-ish, and that was you know better than being Hobbesish. Yeah, my my
1: cousin Calvinish was great on SNICK.
0: <laughs> so. Review this card for me, Bobby, before I because I could spend another ten minutes thinking about a fire a bunch of kids hanging out in a fire station bathroom with playboys. With that in mind, (laughs) (laughs) well, I well before I go and prepare myself a bit, a Moscow middle schooler. You know, you were saying earlier about how like. You have sympathy for this card. It definitely, this is something you would have gotten when you were younger.
1: I would have gotten this card from someone I knew liked me and I didn't like back and I'd be too embarrassed to say anything. And that has happened to me before. I've been on both ends of that situation when you were younger. So I would keep this card, but I got to put this in the nethermost regions of the fridge where I can never see it, except when I drop a bottle cap or something and I look and think, oh God, why didn't I respond to that text? Or why did I respond to that text? Like it's important to not forget, but painful to remember. That's the way I'm going to phrase this card.
0: This is your paper hangover. You look at mm. it and you realize the text you forgot to send, the emails you didn't send to other people or forgot to respond to. This is basically your grim reminder of them. But we can't have a grim reminder every time I'm going in for almond cakes. And so you are going to keep that to the bottom right, which, of course, is just what I call it's when I make pudding with almond milk and then I mix a little flour in
1: it to make it solid. What's baking? It's gotta be like bottom, bottom right, like where the fridge is on its pivot point. Like so, when you open the fridge, it's the most concealed part of the fridge. Like, mm, yeah, I, yeah, I know you are talking I, about. I never want to see this card again, but it, I can't. I can't let it alone. But
0: you can't let it alone. You've still gotta. You still gotta give it its space and its time. I, I deeply respect that. You, I might give this a higher grade than that because.
1: And mine isn't low. I didn't mean to interrupt to say mine isn't a low grade. It's just, it's so potent for me that I can't take more than a little dose. I think of
0: that's it what. No, totally. While. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the thing with me is that my. It's not very potent for me because I feel like I would not have gotten this from a friend except as a gag gift for, one, feeling a little bit risque for buying a joke with alcohol on it. This would have been maybe more high school, I would say, with my friendship group, where they would have bought something like, yeah, it's only good for vodka, right? My friends and I did not drink. We were very lame. And we... Also would have been a joke right in the wheelhouse of the anti-Valentine's Day we were doing. So basically it would have... This is as edgy as we would have gotten. I bought this at a Target, by the way. And mm. this would have been also right in line with the feeling a lot of us were having with like anti-Valentine's Day. I literally went to an anti-prom anti that year. <laughs> an anti-vax prom. I went to an anti-vax... I went to an anti-vax prom, but what you guys got to remember is that this was about 2007, so it was an anti-polio vax prom. We fought, we thought like, look, if you get the iron lung that makes you stronger, Iron Man, iron lung. And we didn't do any research, but we felt good and we had a bonfire. So, that's and that's what friendship is about. Um, and that's enough. And that's enough, that's enough for being gross teenagers. So, I feel like I would have gotten it for that. It's design-wise very pleasing. I love everything from the little cabaret strokes in the middle that make me think, who? Me? Across the bar? Well, I I could buy you a Sazerac. To the, in the center where it looks like it's a placard for a saloon, but it's saying, and that's it. The Happy Vodka Day, it looks very nice. So, you know... It borderlines, because I, I brought this card in thinking this was going to be another one of those, like, haha alcohol joke cards that we can rip asunder, but it wasn't as egregious, and I know where it's coming from, and you're right, it is more sympathetic than those other demons we had to slay. So, in that way, I'm going to let this hang for a bit. I'm thinking this is going to go upper right-hand side of the fridge door, where okay. I, too, will not see it very often, and will probably be covered by the... Plastic bags I unnecessarily keep to the right of my fridge thinking I'm ever going to use them when I go grocery shopping. I don't. But Mm. they will be there and it will be nice to see as a sort of fancy looking card with a V is for vodka. It's also going to be the closest... To my bar at home, where if I'm making myself a fine cocktail, it mixes well together. But, and that's it. It's not anywhere particularly, like, shining example. But it's there for the nice design of it all.
1: I respect that. I I truly do.
0: I respect that, and I respect you, Bobby, for coming on and talking about this card with me today. Thank
1: you. Hey, you're welcome. And, listener, if you feel welcome or thanked or both or all three you can get in touch with us at Pod on Instagram or at greetingscast on Twitter. We'd love to see any cards you come across or if you just want to tell us how we're doing by rating us on Amazon or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your decibels, we would love that. Dan, before we crack into uh, another round of <laughs> Moscow middle schoolers and lose my air hog again, do, you wanna, do, do we want to apologize?
0: Guys, I'd like to apologize for... Coming up with a new drink that is going to sweep the nation. I'd like to apologize for a younger Dan being so harsh on both proms, which he attended, and Valentine's days, which he did celebrate. I want to apologize to the person who's listening to this podcast, who I made them a Valentine card that said, I love you in Latin on it. That was a little too forward. I understand that now. Also, the nerdiest thing I ever did. Also, probably uh, language-wise inaccurate. I don't know how people speak Latin or how they say certain things. What I'm not going to apologize for is what you should be apologizing for if you're listening to this, which is giving Bobby a birthday gift of rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening to this and you want to celebrate Bobby for being born, because birth is beautiful, birth is great, birth takes us on a fine steak date, then please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.
1: Bobby, any last words? Uh, Dan, just don't think I'm going to let your lovely birthday card go away. So uh, after the Valentine's Day shenanigans, we're going to get right back in it. So listeners, stay tuned for that.
0: Stay tuned, guys, and head over soon because the ectoplasm is starting to get warm, and I don't think that's yeah. good. mm <laughs> Good thing I've got plenty of groundhogs because of airhogs. Whatever. Bye. Bye. time to make Hey, it's just grass that is dry and babies eat it babies don't eat it i meant donkeys act now for your free sonic the hedgehog plushie you pervert
1: <laughs> we grew up in a poor irish family we didn't have a panera family.